Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. Well, hi there. I'm Bob. To my right is Pastor Liz, and to her right <laughs> is Pastor David. Hey. Hey, they're all here. What are you, th- what are you thinking, gang? We're all here. You're all here. <laughs> this is good. Mostly. Mostly yeah. here. Very good. Um, these two have just uh, arrived recently only maybe 16 months ago from overseas. <laughs> and uh, they're just landing now. They were in the holding You're pattern. You're so weird. Yeah, so weird. yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, so they, you guys have been uh, back in town now for a little bit, and we I wanted to talk to you all about your travels and, uh, you know, maybe what God showed you, maybe a little bit of what you did, um, you know, maybe inspire some people. Like mm-hmm. maybe they would like to do what you do if God calls them to do what mm. you do. Mm. If he doesn't, I would advise against it. Yeah, mm. me you too. You know what I'm saying? Me too. Yeah. 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 This episode will be called Gullible's Travels. <laughs> <laughs> At least mine. Oh my gosh. Did you do uh, puns in uh, Africa? <laughs> they don't. I did. They just don't translate. <laughs> but you laughed? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you just, the only reason you do jokes is to crack yourself up. Right. If anybody right. else goes along with it, that's great. Is This is this is why we've lost diplomatic uh, communications with Africa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, that, could, is that what happened? One of your be, puns went really be. astray? Is yeah. that okay? <laughs> yeah, one of those ones about uh, their former leader. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. my gosh. Very good. <laughs> well, I want you to ask both of you, mm-hmm. where did you travel to? So these good people will know what we're talking about. Well, my husband and I went to Greece. Greece. For a few weeks. And then uh, we had a, some time in England, actually, on our way home. Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. Very different countries. <laughs> and that was all just one gigantic vacation you were doing there, right? Yeah, we just goofed off and, you know, laid around laid on the, the beach. beach and, yeah, yeah that's just what got you a did. tan. That was yeah, really that what we was, did. That's what you did. Okay, yeah, I understand yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you vacationed on the beach where? No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I went to Uganda, so in oh. Tebe and Kampala in Uganda oh. for two weeks um, with our. Now no longer lead pastor, but apostle Pat. You know, went went with him. So you laid on the beach with um, Pastor Pat, or no. formerly. Pastor I always hate. Pat. I always hate how church. Sometimes church leaders will tell about their trips. They'll be like, "Yeah, I was with my smoking hot wife on this beach and just like suffering for the Lord." And we took ATVs to this distant church, and so that's. I don't. I don't really want the podcast to be like that, but. You know, we can start there if we want. <laughs> so as long us, as you don't call gets Apostle Pat smoking hot, <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go a there. A little dignity here, young man. No, wow. I'm not going to go there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go there for yeah, sure. He doesn't listen to these. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> I'm going to see to it that he listens to this one. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. so (laughs) what, but seriously, you guys were on um, assignment with God Mm -hmm. and um, what did that look like? Well, what I want to know is, um, now we know generally where you went to and you might want to mention some specifics about what you went to and what you did, but I think the first thing I wanted to talk about is like, did God like speak to either one of you about anything specific in your lives? Hmm. Oh man, I put you both on the spot immediately. Because a lot of times people go to minister somewhere and they believe they're bringing something to someone else, which they are. God does that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, God's pretty big God. Mm -hmm. He can do some stuff in us too, even though we're the delivery boy or girl. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, that was something that, that came to my mind when I was serving in Africa and I was preaching and you just, you see... Um, the churches we went to, the people were full of faith and praying with so much zeal. And, um, you know, they really, um, they had a high level of faith. And that was what I said in one of my my messages was, I have something to share with you all from the word. And I, I want to bring that to you, but I also want to receive from you. And I asked the pastor and the people if they could come pray for me that the Lord will increase my faith and that the Lord will help me grow in faith. Um, and I, you know, I put myself in that position cause we don't, we don't go overseas to be like a savior or a Lord of anyone. We're going to serve we're, yeah. we're going in a posture of humility, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, not to be honored, but to actually build up and strengthen the church that's there mm-hmm. and the people there, um, they're exposed to a lot of hardship that we're not in America and they depend on God 
um, by default, they have to, um, and that's not necessarily a glamorous thing, but it's, it's what they, it's the air that they breathe on a daily basis. So they're walking in the spiritual realm, walking by faith in a way that we might not understand having all of our needs met in the Western world, at least in general. Wow. So I really wanted to receive that from them. And I believe the Lord did, did something. I'm, I'm waiting for that seed to grow within me, mm-hmm. but I believe I really received something that was powerful um, mm-hmm. from that church, Pastor Malachi, if he's listening, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a great man. Wonderful. So that was one thing I have, I have more, but yeah, let's can go. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess for me, uh, it's just this amazingly humbling experience because um, you encounter God so differently at least I do in a different culture mm. and um, you know, like to be, you know, so in Greece you're there and they're worshiping in their language, but it's the same spirit. And it's, um, it's just this like unreal sensation of being somewhere that's unfamiliar and yet com- feels completely at home because you're in the spirit of God with them. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I guess to me, it's just completely humbling and you see and get to experience the bigness of God Um and to be able, like David was saying, to go to groups of people who um, economically, financially, all those different areas maybe are not, um, they don't have as much, <laughs> you know, or it doesn't come as easily. Maybe it does, mm-hmm. it does here in America. Um, and you see their faith and their persistence. And and then they do have um, levels of persecution for their faith in their countries and uh, the hardships that they face just to be Christian. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, I don't feel like I'm going there to like, um, give them some, ama- you know, my amazingness. I feel like it's uh, it, like God humbles me and allows me the privilege <clears throat> of partnering with him, with these people who give so much more probably on a daily basis to follow the Lord than I do, oh, Yeah, wow. you know, and it's, um, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing that compares to that realization. I wow. think, you know, yeah. it's, it's true. There was this one church service I was in where the people were so poor. It was such a slum, slum type neighborhood and they were giving their offering. Mm-hmm. And I was watching just such a poor person give, give into the offering. Um, and, uh, I was just thinking it was almost like the widow's might from the Bible, but I was seeing that and I'm like, I just thought I've never given as much as this person. Mm-hmm. I have never given as much. Maybe I've, I've given a thousand times more in dollars than they've given, but I've never given to the level that this person's giving wow. right now. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think a lot of times people, and I know I sprung this question on you guys, yeah. you probably weren't ready for all of it, but I love your answers. I, um, I think a lot of times people, when they uh, go to minister somewhere else overseas, they like I said, the expectation is you're bringing something. Mm-hmm. But uh, in reality, um, I believe you're so open to receiving because you're in a uh, place that you're not familiar with. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, because, you know, when you're in your routine of life, which church can become part of a routine if you're not careful, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're, all your expectations are very regular normal you know that's what i expected that's how it went we just did it we we did it yeah okay uh just like we did last week and the week before and we'll do it next week exactly the same and then when you're intentionally placing yourself in another place even when you go with an assignment to bring something there really what's happening is god's like hey let me take you out of out of your environment that you are so you've worked into a nice comfort place with mm-hmm. and let me start speaking to you mm-hmm. uh in way in deep ways in your soul so i i always felt like when people went on mission or uh, assignment to other countries that they probably got ministered to more than they actually ministered mm-hmm. if you could uh, size up or way up ministry. I right, mean, I realize yeah. that's a hard thing to do, but um, it, because you take away your God's ministering to you in the same, in you know, in the same time you're trying to minister to other people. Yeah, has that yeah. been the case for you and your trips to Africa and India? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the deepest things I've ever you know experienced or learned from the Lord, uh, sense of you know faith, like you were saying, or care, um, and not just because people are poorer. You know, uh, you know, both Africa, you know, um, India, lots of places, they're just poorer people. But I actually have learned some crazy lessons personally 
in very affluent countries mm -hmm. like Singapore. <laughs> and you know, I mean, you don't get too much richer than that. Mm -hmm. And I've seen God's people in that environment, same thing, just get totally ministered to. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you think you're you're there like on some form of assignment and there to give something. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I do think, and I do think we should show up with something to give. Absolutely. Yes. You know, I mean, I think that's it, it's the body of Christ, the giving and the receiving and mm -hmm. the exchange of life mm -hmm. that happens. And it's it's a wonderful thing to be, um, to be able to partner with the Lord that way. And like I said, I just always am, um, I always leave those times and like I just walk through those times with this incredible awe of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like that's really what it does. It like just um it opens up my small thinking to um how incredibly massive he is <laughs> and mm. magnificent and eternal and sovereign and that he's the god of ev you know every tribe nation and tongue it's, it's like so good, yeah. you know he's not it can, he has no limitations like i do like the language barrier the cultural mm. barrier the time mm. the place the 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 challenges like none of that's a barrier for him you know it's yeah. like you just i'm just always in awe of him yeah. and how he is so um, he's so the same in each place and yet so uh, personal to each people group and to each individual. Mm. Like it just, it blows my mind. You yeah, know? Like, I, know what you, I know what you're saying. And yeah. it's so funny because obviously it takes so long to go to some of these places, right? I mean, you're mm -hmm. on the plane for a day, sometimes two and yeah. travel and, and it's a long trip and you see, and you realize how, you know, well, Two things happened to me is I realized how big the, the earth is mm -hmm. in that process because it takes so long to transverse mm -hmm. it. But then you realize how tiny it is compared to God. Right. Like, and he's right. like, yeah, I'm ready there. I've been there for a long time. I've been taking care of business there. Yeah. Uh, come on in. <laughs> and so, you know, it's really kind of, it's a very, like you say, very humbling experience because you're like, wow, God. Yeah. Like, and how many other people have made that trip but it took months. Well, that's the other thing, right? <laughs> yeah, the other, is yeah. The, the, and especially in somewhere like Greece, of course, oh, yeah, yeah. you're completely mindful the entire time of, oh, I'm going from Athens to Thessaloniki in five hours, right? you know, in my car, which seems like a long time to drive. And then you realize these people walked <laughs> the entire <laughs> way and there weren't tunnels through those mountains like right. there are now, you right. know? And it's like what mm -hmm. dedication people had and the level of obedience and mm -hmm. the level of trust and the level of... Um, conviction of the power of the gospel mm -hmm. of Christ, mm -hmm. you know, that they gave themselves so completely to that and were willing to leave everything and give their lives completely mm -hmm. to the work of the gospel, despite, you know, hardship and shipwreck and, you know, all right. this stuff, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's very, right. It, I just feel like I'm being schooled, schooled the whole time, uh -huh. you know? It's oh like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I sure also you, David in Africa, I mean, what, well, Africa is so big also. That's yeah. a whole nother thing. And, yeah. you know, that I know when I was there, it's just very, it's kind of overwhelming how big it is, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. And then mm -hmm. same thing, people went to those places and they got into the middle of the continent, which was, which is amazing, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it, I mean, flying across, it can take you, a, you know, a day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, mm -hmm. you know, here they are, you know, going into those places you know, by sea, by land, by, you know, lots of, you know, rivers and things. Um, and they persisted like they just did it. Right. And, and so many of them lost their lives in, in the process of going. Mm -hmm. And when they got there, right. Like some of the places I'm sure like, uh, you went to what I believe like Uganda. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't too long ago. They had massacres there. Yeah. Like major massacres, people die and probably a whole lot of, people who ministered there mm. yeah, because it was, you know, it, it, they weren't a respecter of persons <laughs> if you want to put it that way. And so yeah. what did you mm. think, David? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think like just something that's sticking out to me is when you go to somewhere like that, that's, it's so different from our normal context that we're used to. You can't have the presumption to think like you can relate to people like culturally, like you can't really like, you know, as somebody that's an outsider, I haven't yet learned their culture or their language, but
but what always relates is Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and, and putting that before people, putting the word of God before people, it's the universal language. Like they, yeah. people are, are, they are our brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, they serve the same King and Jesus always translates, you know, and when you're, when you're speaking through him and his example, he'll challenge every culture, you know, no matter what culture that is, you're, you're coming from a long mm-hmm. way away and it can be tempting to think like, why would I go that far? You know, I can't be effective there. You know, these people, like you said, they took years of their life to travel somewhere or they took, they took weeks or they took months to travel somewhere. Mm-hmm. They had faith in their heart, not just that it was worth it, but that they could make some sort of a difference mm-hmm. when they got there. And we could look at that from our current self-loathing perspective and be like, we could never make a difference to these other cultures. And that's, that's probably true. Like American culture can't really relate mm-hmm. to some of the honor shame cultures or, you know, different other cultures, but the gospel always relates and you have to, you know, you should have faith in that if you're listening and you're like, Hey, I want to go somewhere, but what difference could I make? Well, maybe you can't make a difference, but you in Christ can make all the difference because mm-hmm. you are being used uh, by him as his representative, that's as, so good, as yeah. his son or daughter. And you're speaking his message. Mm-hmm. You're bringing his person. And he relates to all times and cultures mm-hmm. and um, in a way that, like I said, it'll, it'll challenge, you know, the individualism of American culture and it'll also challenge some of the, the hardcore authoritarianism of other cultures. Mm-hmm. We, we're both off the wagon somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And Jesus will offend everybody, but he'll also, um, you know, welcome everybody mm-hmm. back into the fold. So those are just a few thoughts, like to have, have the faith that it's worth it to go and also that you can make it a difference through Christ uh, when you do go. Um, how long you're supposed to stay there, I really think it depends on calling. If you don't have a calling to stay a long time, you won't endure. <laughs> you just won't because it's so different than than what we're used to. Um, it'll wear, it wears on you. Like being in a, you know, a situation that's less affluent with less comfort that we're used to, like it, it'll actually wear on your mind and on your body where you're like, man, I just, you know, I want to walk down. I just want to turn on a tap and drink out of it. You know, like I can't can't do that. Or, you know, like there's so many things that that doesn't feel as safe. Sometimes it doesn't feel um, as familiar and without God's grace, you're not going to be able to plug into that fully and accept that. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but you know, where where you're called, you have grace for whatever assignment that is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, like you said, a lot of those, places you know the, the culture is, t- is totally different mm-hmm. well you two guys must have had a hard time because you couldn't make any movie references <laughs> yeah. oh, they'll yeah. all be like what <laughs> i couldn't yeah i couldn't even use uh you know their big gulps huh all right. big gulps, you know, nobody understood that they don't have big gulps there. you guys are in trouble over there i can imagine <laughs> <laughs> yes yes <laughs> uh, well what kind of yeah. thoughts you got there liz but just, yeah, just, I don't know, so many, so yeah. many thoughts. Um, it's funny too, because when, so we, when we left Grace, went to England and um, Pastor Amanda Connor, she was having a, a gathering or a conference and it was kind of an international focus. And mm-hmm. so Pastor James Coteau was there, you know, it's so like, I felt like there was this connection actually between your trip and our trip, which was really unexpected actually. Wow. But he brought um, the power of the gospel and simplicity but also his faith for the supernatural and brought that in. And I believe actually um, Joe and I received an impartation of that. So it was just like this very interesting thing that here we have two teams kind of in different places, but at least for me, there was kind of this convergence of, and being Mm -hmm. able to receive um, from, from uh, Africa, you know, their, (laughs) their, their faith for the supernatural Mm -hmm. and for healing, you know, and, um, it's just a very, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm very in awe of God Mm -hmm. right now. Like (laughs) I just am very like, (laughs) I feel like it's this surreal, I was just telling you like this surreal Mm -hmm. life we're living, but, um, it's, uh, it's a life of dependency on the Lord, you know, and that, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I was talking with friends in England actually. And it's like, that's actually what God desires from us Mm -hmm. wherever we are. Mm-hmm. is that we live a life dependent on him that we don't take any day like okay I got this I got this figured out like every mm-hmm. day is I need you I need you to walk me through this day I need you to walk me through this week I want to be attentive I want to listen for how you're leading and I just I have this like um just great mm-hmm. uh burden or um 
sense of purpose from the Lord that this is the place he actually longs for us to be. It's his heart's desire Mm -hmm. is that we would really walk in dependency on him every day, no matter where we are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you have to get in that mode sooner or later in your life where you can probably miss God in the process. I I have a question for both of you. Did, were there any things that you went there with an expectation to see a specific thing and you saw it? Like, did God give you, and you know, if he didn't, you don't have to make one up, (laughs) but (laughs) I'd prefer that you didn't make it up, (laughs) but it, was there anything like you thought, you know, God gave you like a little like picture into like, you were going to see something happen or whatever, maybe in your own life personally, but also in maybe in the, in the ministry itself that actually happened. Did he give you any glimpses into it? Not for me. Okay. I don't know if Liz, Liz has something. No, we went with zero expect, not zero expectation. <laughs> zero hope. Zero, yes. All is lost. We just went, you know, expecting to be bored. No, yeah. we <laughs> um, purposefully um, did not have any specific mm-hmm. idea of what should or was going to happen. That's sort of how we. That I was, came at it. I was right. like, I'm here to serve in whatever way I mean, yes. it's going to be asked. And we didn't have a lot of concrete schedule. We, we knew what we... I think it was good in our trip that we mm-hmm. were going because we had a specific purpose um, that we've been asked to provide <laughs> teaching for certain leaders and churches. Right, and right. so, you know, you're going there to meet a need. Um, but other than that, I didn't know how that was going to happen mm-hmm. or what, you know, I didn't really know. I didn't have control of that. So I was in a good place yeah. of resigning that to God. Um, but I was going to say when you're doing like a short term mission of, of any kind, like you should know why you're going and you should know that it's actually going to benefit people there. Right. <laughs> you know, and you should ask people there what, you know, why you're going there. Right. And what, what you could best do to benefit them instead of just assuming, you know, yeah. it's better to ask in advance, you know, if you're going for a specific ministry trip. But so other than that, like how it was going to happen, I didn't necessarily have expectation, right. but I know it was different for Liz, like how she was going in. So right. yeah, it, I mean, to you on that, yeah, but. we were going, <clears throat> Um, really on out of faith because the Lord told us to go back mm-hmm. um, and actually had a very specific um, fleece before the Lord, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. just to determine um, if there was future work for us to do there. And so we didn't go announcing like, we're here because, you know, we have something to give this country or, you know, or like we're, 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 you know, God may be calling us here. And so you're going to want us to come. It wasn't it, like, we just went, we just showed up and mm-hmm. just saw, was there, was there, um, an invitation to come Very to partner? Good. And we didn't, we did not, um, prompt a conversation. We didn't prompt any discussion of that. We just waited to see. Because we are determined that we are not going to force any doors open that the Lord wants them to open, He'll open them. Yeah. And so that was really how we we went in. Like if we go and we encourage some hearts and we come back and that's it, then we did what we were. You know, we were obedient. But if God wants something else, He will make it clear, and we will not um, initiate that at all. So, yeah, a little different perspective, I guess. So. Um- it sounds like if you if you go with the the anticipation expectation to be yielded, which I think could help some people maybe listening because mm. it doesn't mean you have to go to Africa or Greece, Mm-mm. right? I mean, you could be going well, down at the least street. South America, at least South America. You know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe New York. Cross the border. Yeah, you have to cross the border. Is go to count, a Tim Hortons right? in Canada, right? Yeah. <laughs> You might cross the border like in our town from like Miwok to Twain Heart. You know, I mean that might be the border you're crossing, yeah. but there or um, or maybe it's across the street. Mm-hmm. But there it needs to be a yieldedness, is what yeah. I'm hearing from both of you. And I don't know if anyone, if you would like to speak a little to our you know audience who listens and and uh, yeah, this is Dave's waving to him. But um, but you know maybe uh, to speak to that, like how you go yielded. Well, like you said, you didn't have a you didn't have a plan like i'm going to do this and this is going to happen and uh, you know we tend to work things out all the time Mm. how does that look like for a person like here in america who's not going to be ever called to africa or greece and what did they do with their mission here Mm. i was like giving you just walking like with a yielded Mm -hmm. expectation yeah um well i think it comes from just putting god as your first contemplation like putting Mm -hmm. your attention on the holy spirit 
because you can put attention on what, what you think should be happening for you that day. Mm-hmm. Or you can even put attention on your own deficiencies. I'm not achieving enough. I'm not, I'm not making enough of a difference. How am I going to make more of a difference? Right. Well, then you're not going to be yielded. Um, but if you're, you're putting your attention on God and waiting on him and then just living, living your normal mm-hmm. life in a way that's unto the Lord, you're going to get those clues and the doors that open and you have to be ready to step in. You have to be excited for when the door opens, right. but not like uh, feverish to try to find a door to open. Right. So that's the, the fine line between, I don't know if that makes any sense, yeah, but totally. it, it'll make sense the more that you follow the Holy Spirit. Right. He will teach you that. There's no way that somebody could teach you this from a book, like how to be yielded to the Holy Spirit by David Lean. Like that's right. not going to, that sounds like, like a good book. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, like that like I would never claim to know that by the way, first, first of all. Um, but it's like, you can't really learn, you know, you can't learn from books, you know, in, in some senses it's relational. Right. So it's like only you can learn that with God. But um, like you come to the point where you trust God and, and you think like, he's going to open that door. If he doesn't open it, I don't even want to go through that. Right. Um, if he's not going to create the opportunity, why would I want to do it? Like, I think the, the scriptures come in from Moses in Exodus 33 and 34, where he said, if you're not going to go with us, if it's yeah. just going to be an angel going in front of us, right. don't send us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Lord goes, okay, my presence is going to go with you right. and I'll mm-hmm. give you rest. Mm-hmm. And that was what Moses interceded for. I think in, that's a big part of it is praying mm-hmm. for the Lord's leadership and, and pouring out your dependence before God of, God, I, I've tried doing this in my own strength before, mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of ideas of what should happen, and I didn't like how that went. So if you're not going to send me, if you're not going to go with me, I don't want to go, but I believe you're willing to go with me. Will right. you please do that? And you'll, you'll hear the answer in your spirit. Right. Say, I'm going with you. Just listen to me. Yeah. I'm going to open those. Like You'll hear that answer in your spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that... Um, the key for 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 every believer mm-hmm. is actually to be open to the inspiration of Holy Spirit when you're not um, expecting it, mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, I think a lot of times the Holy Spirit he's dropping things like like what you said like clues like there's mm-hmm. little things that he'll drop or little nudges. And he's trying to lead us a certain way. And so many times I think we just ignore those or we pass right by them and, um, or we don't understand like, well, why would you have me do that? You know? And like, we don't see the end game. So Mm -hmm. we don't choose to obey. Mm -hmm. Like I've been guilty of that a lot, (laughs) trying to understand the end before I decide if I'm going to (laughs) comply. And, um, I just like for me and, and Joe, like this was nothing that we had in our minds. Like we had no actual mm-hmm. desire to, to go somewhere or like, we love our church and we love what's happening. We love the people here. And like, it's like, it's thriving and good thing. Great things are happening. It wasn't mm-hmm. like we had like this dissatisfaction or like, we just got to get out of here or, you know what I mean? It was right. none of that. This was not our idea. It just was like little, like, I can't even tell you how many little steps there were even leading up to our first trip going where it was like, I just recognize, Oh, I think we're supposed to do this. And I think we're supposed to do that. And then coming to this point where it's like, actually the Lord had something that he wanted to do, but we weren't looking for it, but we were thankfully (laughs) decided to be responsive to Holy spirit. So I, I I guess what I'm trying to say is like, wherever you are, if we would just be open that the Holy spirit can drop things on you and like nudge you in certain directions and just go with him even if you don't know where it's leading, because he knows what he created you for. He knows the purposes that are in God's heart for you that you don't even know yet. Right. And he's willing to lead you there if we're just open for the possibility that something different might happen in our life. But that can yeah. only happen if you do an overseas mission or or Right, you know, of course. Assignment, yeah. Right? No. Like, it can only happen <laughs> that least way, right? South America. At least <laughs> South America. You have to go at least across That's some border, right? Yeah. Because it's interesting because both of you <laughs> uh have served God for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um most of the opportunity God's given you and and in your service for him mm-hmm. has actually been here. Yes. And when you think about it, your opportunity outside of here has been almost minuscule. Mm-hmm. It's compared to all the opportunity mm-hmm. that he gave you he gives you 
every day of your life mm -hmm. here. And so I think, uh, and like I said, I know we're talking about uh, your trips to Africa and Greece. And, and I know when we discussed this earlier, like, yeah, I don't want to sit there and just brag like I did this. And you know, 10,000 people came. We started, to we started a revival. Revival. The There's a, all, <laughs> it's spread across all of Africa and, and uh, Greece. We just and, encouraged their yeah. hearts so much. Yeah. yeah. They, they wanted to quit. Now they right. don't. No. But, the, but the reality is, is that, you know, pe what we really do want people to take away from this, be inspired by what could happen outside, mm -hmm. but what actually should happen Every day in yeah. our yes. lives, that's every right. day in our lives, right. that it must be because that's the reality. Because you know what, people, heck, Greece might send somebody here to inspire you. I hope, yes. <laughs> I hope they <laughs> right? do. I believe they and will. They do, right? They do, right? And or <laughs> Africa and inspire us here. It's yeah. like why we don't need that. We're the inspirers, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like yeah, we need it yeah. because that's what you're really doing when you're there mm -hmm. is telling people to get a hold of the life they're in. Mm -hmm. and engage it yes right it, you know make it make a life that's impactful in whatever assignment god has you in at that moment yeah and yeah. i think you know people may have more faith for like uh oh if i could only go here and do this <laughs> thing and it's like god he's the god of the impossible wherever he is mm -hmm. you know like the the ability to experience him and his transforming power and his miraculous might like that's available to us all the time and we should be experiencing that wherever we are or we're not actually following him right you know what i right. mean like we can't i don't know i just think like uh, sometimes it's it's either like oh well i i need to go there or i can't go there like there's all right. these limitations right. we have in our mind about like when this happens then i'll really experience right. god and he's like i am available to you mm -hmm. completely right now yeah. like yes. right now and if we just would believe him and take mm -hmm. the limitations off we will step into a miraculous life with him wherever we are. Like yes. that's, it's really the key. It's it, like what we're doing is impossible. <laughs> it's, <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> it, it is like the uh, living a miraculous life with God in America, in Greece, in Africa, like it's impossible, right. but he, he invites us into it. And like, you don't have to wait to go somewhere to have that. Well, I think it is yeah. a mindset that we can get into and I think it's very, uh, sometimes can be event-based mindset where yeah. we get up for the big game. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, it's it's the Sunday afternoon football, uh, Christian football service right. <laughs> uh, mindset. Yes. We're okay, here we are, we're bringing everything to it. We got the cheerleaders, we're going for it mm -hmm. here. And, uh, but everything else is happening also the rest of your life. Right. There's more of that. And yes. so we can bring, I believe that we do this as Christians. We bring that to our actual everyday life in what here, when we're in, in uh, uh, Christianity here in America or whatever someone's country is of choice mm -hmm. that uh, there they, you know, you can get into the ho-hum, you know, humdrums of, oh, it's, it's just God <laughs> and he's just the maker of the universe and <laughs> we're just probably, I don't know. He'll probably just talk to us again. Right. You know, Oh, we're just probably have to worship him. I mean, <laughs> just, you know, he just, well, you know, I mean, I know he saved my life. I know, well, yeah. you know, we can get into yeah. that kind of thing and then, Oh, okay. Well, there's an event happening. Right. So ten -da -da -da, then, you know, yeah. Oh man, it's, we have, we have somebody from Africa coming. Let's mm -hmm. hit it gang. Or mm -hmm. we are yeah. going to Africa. Mm -hmm. We're going to Greece. Right. Oh, we're up for this. Now let's dig in. Now right? let's dig yeah. in. I mean, here's the thing is it's like the enemy is comfort. Yes. A hundred percent, at least for me, because like when you invest money and you go to a different country, you're giving up so many comforts and like, you're, you're really like, you're choosing obedience and trust in God over everything that's easy mm -hmm. and you experience him more and you're more yielded to him because you have yes. to be, especially if you're in a less developed country, you're always, you always have to be yielded to God because things don't run efficiently there. there there's no information there. Things break down a lot more. People don't pick you up at the right time. You could be stranded. You could, you know, a lot of things could, could happen to you. Then you have to be yielded. You're in this mindset where you're reliant on God and you're like, I'm here for God. I'm here with God. The only reason I'm here is God and, and you're paying attention to God. And then when you're in your familiar context, you don't think that way. You've, you've conditioned yourself to not, 
not think to that level of dependence. Right. But you you can think to that level of dependence. It's just that there's so many things that come in that you can rely on instead of God. There's so many mm-hmm. purposes you can live for that are secondary to God that are still good. But you're not you're not maintaining this level of complete like resigning mm-hmm. how things are going to go to God. Um, Jesus had a, a phrase in Luke 14 that he said, whoever doesn't renounce all that he has right. can't be my disciple. Right. That doesn't mean stop caring about stuff. Right. It means like release the control of the outcome. Right. Because like if you're in Africa, you're in Africa. Like you don't, yeah. you don't have a lot of control over the outcomes of things. And it's like bringing that back to where we have an illusion of control mm-hmm. over the outcome. We don't really have control, but nine times out of 10, it goes the way we think it's going to go. Right. Or we get the information we want, or we get whatever is going to nourish us in our soul, um, and so we're living in a way that's like almost autopilot. Well, we we have things that we have you know comfort in, yeah, and things that we can uh, we've grown to uh, depend on and expect. Mm-hmm. You know, we have that kind of an expectancy. Those things that will be provided here. We're going to have that. That's why if the power goes out, people freak out. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know. Whereas in half of those places. It, there ain't no power to begin with, and when it's on, it's like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> what happened here? You know, and uh, but uh, and it's not just that, but it's the mindset behind that. It's the like you were saying earlier, Liz, the uh, the total dependency when we come to uh, when we bring ourselves, mm-hmm. no matter where we're at, yes. whether we're rich right. or poor, mm-hmm. whether we're provided for or have complete need, mm-hmm. that are, you know, much like what Paul talked about, you know, mm-hmm. he knew how to be operate in all those realms but i think he understood completely that he depended on god right he depended on holy spirit to lead and guide him he depended on the father to just be there for him to be his comfort and to be a strength and to be you know to give him wisdom on what to do mm-hmm. and uh, i i believe god wants us all to operate like that every day of the week actually wherever yeah. we're at oh, right. yeah, you, know. you, you can you can get in just as much trouble in america as you can overseas, probably more. if you choose, <laughs> if you choose obedience over comfort. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, yeah. well, as I love what you said about like, it's a, you know, event based mm-hmm. <laughs> Christianity yes. because, and I lived this way for a, a while where it was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm leading worship, right? I really right. need depression to God. Like, or we're having a conference. I really want to seek the Lord. Or it's the beginning of the year, right? right. Like these things. And then a lot of them are related to like um, things I had to do. And I wanted to be, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to be in the will of God. And I wanted yeah. to, you know, all that you kind of thing. You wanted to be thing. ready. But then vessel. it was like, then you kind of let off the gas after that, mm-hmm. right? right? Like you just kind of coast after. And, um, and I began to realize, you know, it's like have, like getting all ready for the wedding, right? And it's this big event, right. and you put a lot of effort into it, and then completely ignoring <laughs> your mar- spouse for a while <laughs> until it's like, oh, let's have a date night. Now let's put some effort in, and right. then let's let off, and then like, oh, it's anniversary. Now let's get, right. you know, be in love with each other again. You you're know, right. it's like you realize <laughs> you're missing actually the best parts of the relationship. Right. If it's all based around events or things that you need to do, yes. then you're actually missing the best part of communing with the Lord, mm-hmm. you know? And it's yes. like, I just, for me, it was just like um, this light that switched in my life and understand, like, I really, I'm like, I want to, yes, I understand. Like if you have an assignment, you're seeking the Lord and there's times of, of fasting and preparation and things mm-hmm. like that. So that you're, yielded and prepared, you know, but it was like, I don't want my pursuit of God to be different if I'm going to lead worship or if I'm not going to lead worship or if I'm going to preach or if I'm not going to preach. Like, I don't want that. Or if I'm going to be in Greece or if I'm going to be in Miwok, like I want my relationship with God to be consistent no matter where I am, because that is actually the joy of walking with the Lord, yes. you know, it like totally yes. changed for yes. me. Well, I think also like you're saying that like you mentioned the best part, you know, yeah. and I think what happens is people, we get as Christians, sometimes we go from mountaintop to mountaintop experience and forget that most of our experience is not on the mountaintops. Mm-hmm. It's in the valleys in between. And it, those valleys don't have to be horrible things. I know people go, oh, in the valley, we're going to be. Yeah, there may be, there, not maybe, there will be things in the valley that are rough. I get that. But there are great things in the valley too. Yeah, that's, that's where the where, streams are. That's where the streams are. <laughs> 
that's where things grow. Uh, you know, li- things like that, it's right? It's warmer. It's warmer. There's there's cows down there, so you can have steak. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm sorry. <laughs> we we just lost all those people that are uh, vegetarians, but that's okay. We need yeah. to get rid of them. <laughs> but the uh, but the reality is is that it is that it's our life. It's our full life. And and here we are. We're talking about you know our uh, you know our travels across the, the world to an event. But I believe, and I actually, because I know you, the two of you, that you didn't just prepare for that event. Mm-hmm. You, your whole life has been a preparation to be used wherever you're at. And you're used here more than you're used there mm-hmm. in reality. It's mm-hmm. just that maybe that's your next assignment. That may be your next assignment for a long time or a short time. That's not up to mm-hmm. you. Actually, it's never up to us to decide. Mm-hmm. But we just mm-hmm. push ourselves into a ministry and God's like, hey, I didn't open that door. Right. <laughs> you know, he That's just a broke terrible it place to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, but but because even in those places, when you're in the will of God, when you're yielded to God, when you're depending on him, there are going to be some tough times there. Not it's not that. easy. You know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you got to fly on an airplane. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got to sit in that little aluminum tube for 18 hours <laughs> <laughs> suffocating. And then I get out and I'm tired and I don't know which way's up. And I'm yielding to, uh, you know, my my spirit to be used by for God to people who are just like me that have a total need for God at that moment. Right. And yeah. that that is, that's the deal is like, yeah. they're... Yes, we're going to Africa, we're going to Greece, we're going to Spain, we're going... Those are wonderful things. Those are people just like us Mm -hmm. here. There is no difference other than their language, (laughs) you know, and maybe some of their customs. When they eat dinner. Yeah, when they eat dinner. Yes, they eat dinner all the time. That's the thing, but... Or never, (laughs) depending on what you got got going there. But the reality is they are people. They just like us. And if we understand the corporate body of Christ. Mm-hmm. If we get the picture of that as as well as our local church, our right. local body of Christ, then we we see our place in this, you know, giant world that's getting smaller all the time mm-hmm. that we are actually part of. We're actually part of that whole uh, yeah. The pulse of that thing, the right. blood that's flowing through that, through the world, mm-hmm. through the Christian body of Christ, mm-hmm. and so it's just wonderful. I think in so many ways, uh, personally, when I travel like that, I feel very connected to people there. I don't. It's it's odd. I I know a lot of times you can feel like in some places, you know, like you know, I've gone to places I'm the only white person there. It's like, you know, it's like I don't. It doesn't feel weird to me. No, I just no. like. I'm just I'm one of the I'm one of the gang, you know. I'm just the albino that needs more sun, you know. You know what I'm saying? That's just, but but it's just like total connection, love, uh, brotherhood. It's you guys are so laughing. <laughs> but 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 the reality is after a while you're the only red person. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Too much sun. <laughs> you guys are a kick. Yeah. Well, what else do you guys have for us? I mean, you know, anything yeah. the Lord. I just, like, I just wanted heart. to to echo what Liz said earlier about just feeling humbled whenever mm. I go to these places. I've been to Honduras and Mexico City, and I, you know, I've been other places in the world as well in Africa, and um, you just feel humbled. Like you don't go to. I mean, I'm just, I'm literally repeating yeah. what you say, but it's um. It is what I felt, and you feel the love for for the people, and it gives you a taste of what the kingdom of God really is. You know, that's what I think you gain from traveling and ministering in other places. Is you you do see the body of Christ on a global scale, and you lose like the tunnel vision you you might have had that oh it's about our church or it's about our our town yeah. or it is about that, but it's also so connected to everything else, and that's what we have to look forward to. We never want to remove um, eternity from our perspective. Yeah. And when you go to these places, you get a taste and an investment in eternity. You say, this is what I have to look forward to. There's going to mm-hmm. be people from every tribe, tongue, and nation that I'm going to make relationships with and friendships with mm-hmm. forever. And I get to start now with some of, some of these people. And so it's, not a, it's never a waste. Like if you meet, even meet one person, you're going you're gonna to know them forever. Yeah. They're, they're in Christ forever, just, just like you are. So the Lord allows you to taste that eternal aspect I too love it. by doing that. Yeah, I, I, it's really strange. Okay, so, mm-hmm. um, do you, and this is for people here too on how they minister here, but 
Do you ever get nervous when you're about when you have an assignment overseas? Um, I don't get nervous in terms of like bringing bringing ministry because I know uh-huh. I know the Lord's faithful to that, but just um, you know about the, all the circumstances surrounding oh, it. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, how are we going to get there? Who are we going to meet? Uh-huh. Am I going to be able to be understood by anybody? Like, right. you know what what's going to happen? So I, I wouldn't say. I mean. Yeah, there's nervousness because you just can't control a lot of a lot of factors. Right, you're it's it's beyond right. your control. So. Will you be received? <laughs> Will you be understood? Yeah. 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 Does any of that ever cross your mind, Liz? Or you don't really care. You just go there and hope. No, that no, you, no actually, no. Never get nervous about I'm, anything. I'm, I'm, now I'm like, maybe I should think about these things. Like <laughs> <laughs> when they start going wrong, you'll think you'll, you'll think about them. About them. No, <laughs> no. Well, when I mean, I don't mean nervous. Like you're sitting there, like oh. I can't take it anymore. But just like yeah. um, anxious, like I, I hope that I bring everything that God wants me to bring and that I'm not a hindrance to it and I'm not going to get in the way of it. I personally experience some of that at times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't experience that at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, the reason I bring that up is like there's people here in the States that are called, you know, or whatever country they're in, and they're called to their place and they many of them may not move out because they're they're either nervous or afraid or anxious or you know whatever that they're not going to either be received properly or rightly or they don't have enough in them to give mm-hmm. or you know all of those things right. uh, they won't uh, they won't be effective in the ministry and what yeah. do you say to Yeah I mean those, I think when you I think what 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 gets you is when you start comparing yourself to other people. Yeah, you know, like you know, here I am as showing up in Thessaloniki. Well, like a few weeks before, like Heidi Baker was there. You know, I was preaching in this church, and and you know, and then the thought comes in, like, well, what do you know? Like, here's someone that's like traveling, you know, the world and impact and all this stuff, and it's kind of uh-huh. like, well, how do I how do I follow that? You know, it's like, what do I have to bring? that they couldn't get and you know they've had several like you know big name people like the Uh lord told them go to thessaloniki go to macedonia and be there you know and so and then you know here i show up from miwak you know (laughs) and 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 so if you allow yourself to dwell on Uh well this person has this qualification this person has this experience what could i ever bring then and which is all completely self-focused right because it all depends right. on you then yeah you you know you probably just talk yourself out of being right. any sort of effective you know there yeah. so it's really like the ability to like take your mind off of like i didn't bring myself here i didn't assign myself here god brought me here mm-hmm. and he can supply the word that they need and so it's really like having to set yourself aside yes. and trust that you're in the will of god you're not off on some weird thing. You're walking with, you know, mm-hmm. for me, my church sent me, which was huge. Right. You know, and understanding that God would supply what they needed. Actually, didn't all he needed from me was to be there, have a little faith, yeah. and open my mouth. Yeah. You know? So people, <laughs> so people can uh, can buy in to that exact same belief here in yes. in their call today. Now. And you need you need you to must and and the yeah. comparing. I think you're you hit it right on the head. There is that that's where. It gets a little squirrely for people. Yeah, fact, I think I'm going to call up Heidi and a few of those other big names, and because they're probably pretty concerned now, because <laughs> now they have to follow you. Yeah, right. And that's <laughs> yes. going to be a I'm sure rough. They're very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, mm. listen. Yeah. Um, we, I just want, yeah. so one other thing is just like when I'm ministering in another language, I actually have way less anxiety because. I have to depend on the translator and on God. And I, I have way less of my tools that I have speaking in English to, <laughs> I'm not going to yell at people and build a rhythm and build a cadence and come on, get up. You know, I, I don't have as many <laughs> weapons of the flesh that I can use. So I, I just have to be like, I'm going to say what the Lord put on my heart and hopefully he does something with it. Right. And I, I have faith. He'll do something with it. Um, where when I use, when I speak locally or when I'm doing my local callings, I think I, I can be deceived into thinking it's up to me to make something happen. You're self-dependent. And so I get more nervous ministering in America than in in these contexts (laughs) because I'm relying again too much on what I think I can make happen rather than what I've been asked to do by God. So just if you're in that situation and God's asking you to do something that's beyond you, um, just realize that only he can make something happen and just be obedient to be you and just to do the thing that he put in Mm -hmm. you to do. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to make 
a particular thing happen to be a success. You're going to be yeah, a success sure. to God if you just listen to him and you just try to do it. <laughs> that's, I'm that's going to get myself a really good interpreter for English. Because <laughs> <laughs> a, hey, I mean, a good interpreter can get you out of trouble. They, you can. Know? they really can. They can help you. Oh, yeah. there's some, some people are so good. We had they such are. good ones. Over oh there. yeah. So well, listen, we are, um, we're rolling down to the close here, but, uh, do you, if either one of you would like to s say anything on the way out or pray for our people that might be hearing this or just say goodbye, then just say goodbye. Mm. All right. I'll pray. Okay. Okay. Hasta <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lord, you, we Lord. thank you for those that are listening. God, I know that you are speaking mm. to hearts and directly to spirits through this, Lord, just um, nudging people that there's more than they thought was possible. And that's not dependent on place, Lord, that there's more that you have um, made available and that you have put inside of them and that you want to do through them than they've even considered. And so, Lord, I just pray, God, that you would open up and unlock faith on the inside of them. And, Lord, just break off limitations in thinking yes, and mindsets of what they think they can accomplish or what you, they think you could ever do through them or what's needed where they are. Lord, that they would be open to possibilities. They would be open to innovation. They would be open to creativity, Lord, all the things that you are, um, Lord, you are not limited by time or place or nationality or language or any other thing, God. And so I just pray, Lord, for a, a release of the possible into their lives, Lord, and that um, they would not measure it by their strength, but by yours. And so I just thank you, God, for these ones. And I thank you, Lord, for uh, the adventures that you have for them, that it's not a fearful thing. It's a joyful thing because you unlock the true purpose on the inside of us and you give us the grace to step into it. Yes. And so I just thank you, God, for anointing them. I uh, thank you, God, for anointing eyes to oh, see and ears to hear and that you give them hearts to understand in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, go to spiritschoolofministry.com.